Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our new moon forecast for April 5th, 2019. And here in Austin, Texas, the new moon is going to be taking place around 3.50 a.m. That's when the sun and the moon are going to be as close as they can possibly be in the sky. Depending on where you are in the world, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, But here in Austin, Texas, 3.50 a.m. is about the time when the new moon fully takes place. And remember, a new moon means that there is no light in the moon being reflected. So if you go outside, you won't be able to find the moon in the sky. And that's because the moon and the sun are so close together, no light is being reflected from the moon. Please keep in mind that I'm a Vedic astrologer, so the calculations I use are going to be a little bit different. If you follow Vedic astrology, what I'm about to say won't make sense. So keep in mind, I'm a Vedic astrologer using the actual astronomical placements of the planets. Okay, So on April 5th, the moon is going to be in the sign of Pisces, which is the 12th sign of the zodiac, meaning it's the last sign of the zodiac, in the nakshatra of Ravati. This is the final nakshatra. So what does that mean? First of all, it can indicate it's a wonderful time to look at things that are unresolved, It's a great time for reflection and looking at our past. What needs to be taken care of before we move on into the future or move on into future lives even? And really, any major change or transition is kind of like a new life for us. It's a transformation. Ravati is also rhythm or music, kind of going to your own beat finding your rhythm, finding your flow. So it's a good time to align with what works for you, finding what works in life without resistance. It's also, again, the final sign, reflection, looking back. It's this guiding light that brings home the lost. bringing things back in, helping them return. It can also mean returning to the true essence of you. And in yoga, in the practice of yoga, there's this idea of samskara. And a samskara is kind of like a wound, like an emotional or a mental wound that we receive. And because of it, it makes us act a certain way because we're afraid of getting hurt again, of receiving that same wound. We often see this in relationships, right? So we're hurt by our parents or caretakers, and then we go out into the world and we respond a certain way. But most of the time, those ways that we're responding don't even feel intuitive and they don't feel good for us, but we don't really know how to act another way. And so how can we shed those layers and step into the true self, acting with authenticity, acting in a way that is in alignment with our true nature? Okay, that's Ravati. And all of this is incredible because a lot of other stuff is happening in the night sky that reinforces this. Evie is coming, by the way, so she may be chatting it up a bit. 
just jumping on my notes, y'all. I'm so sorry if you hear some crinkling. <laughs> that is what's happening. Okay. So the sun and the moon are both going to be together in Ravadi. And we have Venus and Neptune together in Aquarius, also with the sign of Mercury. And so Venus is love and relationships and Neptune reveals illusions. Okay. It kind of exposes truth. It can, it can make illusion. If you see Neptune in a chart, it can create a lot of illusion. Um, and when it comes into planets, when it's transiting, it can also bring forth the truth. And this is also backed up with some things I'm going to get to in a minute, but just I'm going to try to stay on point here. There can be some upheavals in relationships, and there can be some truths exposed. You may hear people around you going through really transformational times in their relationships. You may have people around you that are separating or getting divorced that you never thought would get divorced. That's a possibility. And K2 and Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter on April 5th and for some of the month are going to be in Sagittarius. And so if you don't know much about Sagittarius energy, you may want to go listen to my podcast on Sagittarius. It's a very intense energy, and it also is very truth-seeking. It's truth-preaching, and it seeks the truth. It can also be very um, extremist, very strict in their belief, and they are willing to do anything for their beliefs. And so K2 is this separation. It's also enlightenment and spirituality, but it also is like scissors that cuts things away. Saturn is also restrictiveness, and the government is really important to keep in mind. Restriction, delay. Jupiter is the great teacher. Jupiter loves to be in Sagittarius. This is its own sign, and so it's going to hang out in Sagittarius for a while, and then it's actually going to retrograde back out of Sagittarius and into Scorpio again until, I believe, November. But it's going to be hanging out in Sagittarius for a while here. So when we have... Pluto, K2, Saturn, and Jupiter in the sign of Sagittarius, it's going to bring a lot of exposure, especially a lot of exposure in the government. And we see this happening already. If you follow the United States um, politics, which I don't blame you if you don't, though I do believe it's important and it's fascinating to watch, right? Um, especially when working with astrology. But again, K2 is enlightenment, separation, Saturn, the government, Jupiter is the truth, Pluto is also kind of this explosive energy. So I think that there's going to be a lot more upheaval in our government, there's going to be a lot of light being shined on these investigations, and unfortunately, I do think that there are going to be a lot more heated times in terms of terrorist attacks um, and really high anxiety in people. Okay, so I'm going to start with the bad news. There's also a cultivation of energy around making a change and making a difference. Remember, we are talking about Ravati being this energy of um, coming back to the true essence of self, going to your own drum. We see young people 
getting together to promote clean energy and to promote protection of the environment. We also see extremists gathering together, but I think that we're going to see a lot of people come together to try to make a change. And I also think that a lot of truth is going to be revealed. And so even though it may be uncomfortable for a while, the truth being exposed will ultimately bring excellent results, right? If we follow the truth, nothing negative will come. You know, the process may be a little bit messy, but it's important. And so this is just things to watch out for. And so for you personally, my recommendation is meditating on your authentic self. If every person took care of themselves, came to their authentic self, which all of us are wanting love and belonging and connection, and we treat others as we know that they want love and compassion and connection, I think that we'd have a really nice place to live. So just focusing on that, and again, I'm not trying to preach at you or anything like that. I think that all of you um, have wonderful compasses and are doing wonderful things. This is just my two cents. And if you have any questions, let me know. You can always email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga. And you can also follow Astrology Now's very own Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. All right. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.